So my producer said, I need your reaction on this video. Don't worry, it's different than last Friday. So, uh... Was he unaware he lit a firework? Did my guy think this was a Yankee candle? Wait, I'm being told to keep watching. <laughs> okay, so my favorite part of this video is when his mom comes into the room and asks what we're all thinking. What the f are you doing? I didn't know, I didn't know. And the firefighters show up? A firework went off, then it just like went boom. Like, it's on with no The firework went off and it went like boom. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, if you ever look at an item and you're like, why is that warning on the box? This is why. This is the most obvious thing not to do, but also for some reason on July 4th, all Americans become slightly dumber. Like we gotta warn one another, so you're not supposed to aim a Roman candle directly at your best friend's face. Seems fun, don't do it. And also, that room specifically, am I wrong? Is that the most flammable looking room in the world? Like when it comes to flammable items in that room, Pikachu was like, I gotta catch them all. I hate myself for that joke. But also, I mean, here's the deal. We now live in a society where doing some dumb shit like this, it's good for you. Like the guy that did this is one of the biggest streamers in the world and his punishment for doing this is that in 22 hours, his video got over 2.8 million views. Right, so historically the lesson to this video would be, don't be stupid, stupid, but maybe I'm fucking stupid for not almost setting my mom's house on fire. Cause this video ain't getting 2.8 million views, so maybe I'm the dumb one. And then with yesterday being July 4th, of course we saw something almost as American as making bad decisions with fireworks or gun violence. For this is a battle of the ages, a battle of the Titans, the early gods who come to earth only once in only one location. And that is right here. So it is, and so it always shall be. Let the contest Begin! We're talking the 4th of July Nathan's hot dog eating contest on Coney Island. The ultimate wiener slurping spectacle aside from your mother's house on a Tuesday night. And of course, at the center of this event, you got 14-time yellow mustard belt winner Joey Chestnut. And just like every year, as the kids would say, he just starts guzzling glizzy after glizzy. Now I get why they say that. That sounds so much worse than wiener slurping somehow. But for Joey this year, the challenge is set up kind of like a Disney movie. He's playing through what would be for a mere mortal a season-ending injury. He's got a ruptured tendon. It's put him on crutches. He's pounding dogs through the pain. But that doesn't to be his biggest challenge because out of nowhere, some dude in a Darth Vader helmet rushes the stage flanked by two stormtroopers. But Joey, I think, has seen this movie before, and before Vader could force choke Joey, Joey puts him in a chokehold, then knocking him away, security hauling the guy off, and then Chestnut just continues pounding dogs. And while he didn't break his previous record, he still won, which I think means he now gets to be president. I'm like 98% sure that's in the Constitution. Also, if you're like, what the hell were up with those random stormtroopers? As you might have seen, one of them was holding a sign that read, Expose Smithfield's Death Star, with Smithfield being the largest factory pig farm in the country, which supplies pork for Nathan's hot dogs. Right, so there were animal rights protesters, and some going, okay, well then, why the Star Wars masks? Doesn't that trivialize their cause? Yes, but also you could argue it's more likely that people are gonna talk about it because people are gonna be like, what was up with the fucking mask? But yeah, I guess the way I wanna end this story is uh, congratulations to Joey Chestnut and his mouth, and uh, thoughts and prayers to Joey Chestnut and his body. 
butthole. He's probably talked about it, and it's probably easily Googleable, but I don't want to know what 63 hot dogs does to your intestines. And then, do you remember earlier this year, you had a number of musicians saying they were pulling their music off of Spotify in protest of COVID-19 misinformation on the platform, many of them pointing towards Joe Rogan, with Neil Young being a big leader of that movement, sparking kind of a larger wave, with that wave including David Crosby, Stephen Stills, and Graham Nash, his former bandmates, with him at that time releasing a statement saying, we support Neil and we agree with him that there is dangerous disinformation being aired on Spotify's Joe Rogan podcast. Until real action is taken to show that a concern for humanity must be balanced with commerce, we don't want our music or the music we made together to be on the same platform, and saying they're removing this big body of work. But now you had someone recently noticing, hey, a lot of their works actually back up on Spotify. So you had people wondering, are they not standing by their word? What happened? I'm confused. And so when Crosby was asked why, he said, I don't own it now, and the people who do are in business to make money. So I think for a lot of people, they're gonna look and go, so you said something but meant nothing. You said, I am gonna take a stand and then use my firm footing and get that bag, baby. Ain't no activism like capitalist activism. But as far as why he recently sold his catalog, it appears that it came recently as he announced that he was retiring from touring because of his age and saying, I had two ways of making a living, touring and records. Spotify comes along and I don't get paid for records anymore. That's half my income, okay? So I think, well, I should be grateful that I can still play live and pay the rent and take care of my family. And then along comes COVID and I can't play live. The reason I sold my collection is that I didn't have any other option, none, zero. And so really, that's that. You have reports saying that streaming profits generated by Crosby Still and Nash's streaming will still be donated to COVID-19 charities for at least one more month. And notably, Neil Young's solo recordings still remain off the platform. Also, in quick news regarding Joe Rogan, and I'm very interested to see what your reaction is going to be and what the internet reaction is going to be today. In a recent podcast, Joe Rogan revealed that Donald Trump has tried to get on the Joe Rogan podcast, but Rogan has shot him down multiple times. By the way, I'm not a Trump supporter in any way, shape or form. I've had the opportunity to have him on my show more than once. I've said no every time. I don't want to help him. I'm not interested in helping him. So like I said, I'd love to know your thoughts, but it's going to be very interesting to see like how the general world responds, both Trump world and the rest of it. As well as, I mean, Donald Trump hates looking weak. Does he respond to this? And then, yo, cybersecurity is no joke, and I'd like to remind you that it's important to protect yourself at all times. And that's why I want to take a second to thank the partner and sponsor of today's show, NordVPN, or more directly, nordvpn.com slash phil. Nord's latest feature, threat protection, neutralizes cyber threats before they can do any real damage to your device. It makes your browsing safer, smoother, and helps identify malware-ridden files, stops you from landing on malicious websites, and blocks trackers and intrusive ads on the spot. And get this, once you enable threat protection in your NordVPN app settings, it protects your browsing even when you're not connected to a VPN server. That's such a bonus. Additionally, it also helps load websites faster since it blocks junk. So take advantage of this threat protection feature and get an exclusive deal when you head on over to nordvpn.com phil to get a two-year plan at a huge discount plus one additional month for free. So what are you waiting for? That's nordvpn.com phil and it's all risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And then let's talk about the ongoing trial of WNBA star and two-time Olympic gold medalist Brittany Grimes. To recap, she was detained at a Moscow airport on February 17th for allegedly carrying vape cartridges containing hashish, which is illegal in Russia. They're being put on trial where she remains over four months later, and if she is convicted, she could face up to 10 years in prison. So we have the U.S. government special envoy for hostage affairs saying, The entire intention of this trial is to delay, is to raise leverage so that the Russian government can ultimately use her for political negotiations. And Griner's wife also coming out in May to request a meeting with President Biden so they can expedite her return home by any means necessary, saying she is a political pawn. So if they're holding her because they want you to do something, that I want you to do it. But as of this recording, Biden still reportedly has not reached out to her. And you have her telling CBS, it kills me every time that I write to her and she's asking, have you met with him yet? And I have to say no. And so now it looks like you have Griner taking matters into her own hands. With the White House receiving a handwritten 
threatening letter from Griner and the excerpts of which have been released by a spokesperson and it's chilling. Griner writing, as I sit here in a Russian prison, alone with my thoughts and without the protection of my wife, family, friends, Olympic jersey, or any accomplishments, I'm terrified I might be here forever. And adding about the 4th of July, it hurts thinking about how I usually celebrate this day because freedom means something completely different to me this year. And so for now, we're gonna have to wait to see what happens, but also I would like to know your thoughts about the potential things that could happen. Right? Do you think we're gonna hear something from Biden? Do you wanna hear something from Biden on this? Right? Because to the point of Griner is a political pawn, I want you to do whatever you need to do. Right? For Biden to get Griner free, does that mean, you know, what concessions would he have to make to Putin and Russia? Do they have to do with Ukraine? Is it sanctions, arms shipments? And where where is your line on this if you do want him to do something? Any and all thoughts you have on this, I'd love to hear because you have some people saying, you know, he shouldn't touch it to, to yes, he needs to do whatever is possible. And then, of course, the final thing we have to talk about today is this tragic shooting in Highland Park, Illinois. It happened yesterday at a 4th of July parade. It's left six dead and dozens injured. The gunman reportedly opening fire from a rooftop at around 10 a.m. in the usually safe Chicago suburb. During a press conference this morning, police said that more than 30 people had been wounded all by gunfire. But earlier, a medical official said that 26 people were taken to Highland Park Hospital, 25 of which had gunshot wounds, and at least 10 other individuals were taken to nearby hospitals. With another doctor who was in attendance at the parade and responded to victims depicting an absolutely horrifying scene to reporters, detailing unspeakable wounds that he described as wartime injuries, saying those are what are seen in victims of war, not victims at a parade, with police saying at this morning's presser that they believe that the suspected shooter fired more than 70 rounds using a high-powered rifle that they described as similar to an AR-15, also revealing that the shooter who accessed the roof by a ladder affixed to the side of the building was dressed as a woman, which they believe was to hide his identity. And that appears to have worked, with authorities saying that after he opened fire onto the crowd of innocent people, he dropped his gun and was able to leave the scene, easily blending into the fleeing hordes. With that resulting in a widespread, hours-long manhunt, forcing residents of Highland Park to shelter in place for much of the holiday and prompting nearby towns to cancel their 4th of July events out of fear of another attack. With us learning about eight hours later, the police said that they had taken a person of interest into custody. And that, after officers pulled over a car being driven by the individual who led police on a brief chase before being ultimately caught and detained. With police saying today that after fleeing the scene, the attacker went to his mother's home and took the car that he was later pulled over in. And police also confirming that he had another rifle in the car when they found him, and they had other weapons at his home in Highland Park, including pistols. And of course, very notably here, they said that they believed he purchased all the weapons legally, including the rifle that he used for the attack, which was bought in Illinois. And as far as what we know about this suspect, authorities have identified him as a 21-year-old white man, with police officials saying today they believe that he pre-planned this attack for weeks, but his motive was currently unknown and he's believed to have acted alone, with the police adding that there's currently no evidence to suggest that this attack, which took place in a town with a large Jewish population, was motivated by race, religion, or any other protected status. Also, very notably here, while the authorities haven't revealed much about the shooter, it's now being reported by multiple outlets that he was a local rapper who posted multiple videos on YouTube and other social media sites espousing violence, with reports saying that multiple videos on the now-removed account appear to show imagery of mass shootings, including school shootings, with The Verge reporting that the most recent video included concerning language and imagery that appeared to involve classrooms and stick art depictions of people being shot, and adding another clip seemed to be a music video for a rap song which ended in the suspect wearing protective gear and handling bullets in what appeared to be a classroom. And according to NBC, another music video showed a cartoon depiction of a man wearing a shirt with his YouTube channel's logo on it, holding a long gun and being shot by police. And reports also noting that the suspect posted frequently to a message board that discussed graphic depictions of murder, suicide, and death. It's also been reported by the Daily Beast that most of the suspect's social media pages and some of his videos have a symbol that roughly resembles the same one used by a far-right Finnish organization with the initials SS, and that he was the administrator of a Discord channel named SS, but he also didn't appear to mention the group and his postings. But also, as I always try to remind people, this is still a developing situation. Information can change, we'll most likely learn something too. I mean, notably there, there's supposed to be another press conference this afternoon. But ultimately where I want to end this story, because it is, it is a horrific tragedy, it's something that should have never happened. But it's important to remember that the Highland Park shooting was just the largest and most high-profile one that took place over the holiday weekend. According to NBC Chicago, at least 57 people have been shot, nine fatally by early Monday morning, and that was just in the Chicago area alone. And that didn't even include 
include those shot and injured in the Highland Park attack. Nationwide, authorities in at least a dozen other cities also reported shootings over the long weekend, most of which took place Monday. This including one in Philadelphia where two police officers were shot and transported to a hospital where they remain in stable condition, as well as another in Minneapolis where eight people were injured. But even in places where there weren't mass shootings, so many Americans are on edge right now. But according to reports, 4th of July celebrations in cities including Orlando, Harrisburg, and Washington sent crowds of people running at local events where fireworks were seemingly mistaken for gunshots. Which, as many others have noted, kind of underscores the state of America in the most tragic fucking way possible right now. But that is ultimately where I'm going to end that story and today's show. And of course, whether it be on that one or anything else today, I'd love to know your thoughts. Also, if you're looking for more news right now, I, if you didn't see it, I posted a July 4th video. My inability to master a work-life balance is for your benefit, so definitely enjoy that as well. But where I'll leave you today is my name's Philip DeFranco. You've just been filled in. I love yo faces. Please be safe out there, and I'll see you tomorrow.